Are you tired of useless lists on the internet? Yeah. Well, so are we. So we're doing our part to put a stop to them once and for all. By making useless lists on the internet. What? For the very last time. How's that gonna help? Because they're definitive. Definitive top five? That's literally the name of the podcast. We agreed on this already. Top five what? Everything. Everything? Everything ever. Whew. No time to waste then. Roll theme music. And welcome back to another episode of the Definitive Top 5 Podcast, the show where we rank anything and everything under the sun. Um, I'm your host, joining you again this week. My name is David. I'm also your world champion egg smasher for this week. And I'm joined this week, as I am every week, by the lovely and talented other hosts, including but not limited to our other host and giver of the hairiest high fives, Sam, as well as our resident lieutenant colonel, Saf. So, back at it. After a, what feels like a much longer break than I think it actually was. It was such a needed break. It was only a week. Where did you, what, what happened? Where did you guys go? We flew I came all here, the way. I waited outside your apartment for literally a week. Well, I said... <laughs> Is that what that was? <laughs> yes. That there's, would explain that pile on the front porch. There's, there's, a, there's a pile of crumbs and like a, an odd person-shaped... Dust like dust silhouette on the porch. Yeah, how fun was that to Sherlock Holmes when you got home from work? I instantly like, knew blood, <laughs> pop tart crumbs, Pringles. <laughs> uh, David was here. Yeah, David. <laughs> David. Yes. Our landlord had many questions. No, yeah. What what happened? Where'd you? What was that fun? What happened? It was Tell fantastic. Me things we, about it. We went to the Pacific Northwest. We visited Seattle. Oh, mm. lovely. And drank, well, I drank so you, much coffee. You drank all the coffee. I drank, well, not all of it, but I aimed for it. I got about five cups in. Help us. Anyway. What do you got for us this week? And we are looking at the definitive top five true old wives' tales. Oh, true ones? True ones that are also, that are primarily beneficial to you. Now, hang or on, to what, people in general. What's the definition of an old wives' tale? I thought you were about to say, what's the definition of true? And I was about to fire you. <laughs> <laughs> what is the definition of true? Uh, false. You can leave now. <laughs> I live here. Tough shit. Get out. This is my apartment. Oh, nope. I was under the impression there were no true old wives' tales. There yeah, actually, that's why I'm really confused. Like, there are plenty. Old wives' tales is usually... It's like a combination of myth plus gossip plus experimentation. One of them is like, you know, uh, like starve a cold or oh, burn a fever thing. or something like that. That's considered an old wives' tale. Yeah. Yeah, and there's just a bunch of quirky ones that exist that are like what is it don't masturbate or you'll grow hairy palms that kind right. of crap and mm-hmm. it's like most of them are exaggerated to instill discipline in the younger masses but some of them are actual like true handy little things to do so, so you've got the ones that have been borne out by science that are actually yeah that are all true all right. scientifically true okay and as opposed to just I don't know, literarily true. I mean, I almost went... <laughs> in that they rhyme. <laughs> I almost went the most ludicrous, but 
That was a, that. That was a lot deeper digging. It seems than like a tougher it, one to it, do. It gets. Some, yeah, oh, there's some pretty well, crazy ones. There's there. so many that don't exist. That kind of don't exist in our max. What? Wait, what? There's he so made many, them up. There's so <laughs> many old wives' tales that don't exist. Okay, they don't exist in our modern sense because people okay. still use these oh, things okay. nowadays. Yeah. So go off of number five. Walnuts remove furniture scratches. Walnuts. Mm, I've heard that one, and that's actually slightly. Oh, you're right. We're talking about the ones that are true. Yeah, these sorry. are old. We just had a whole conversation about this. Yeah. Really? I, I, I'm in. Are I'm you here still now. Thinking about firing her right now? <laughs> no, not yet. She's she's questioning the meaning of true. <laughs> no, she hasn't done that. Luckily, but yeah. So you can remove. I'm sorry. Furniture scratches with walnuts. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's the actual. It's the oil in the walnut that you can actually like rub it on a furniture scratch. And now, mm-hmm. no, for this to it work, they have to, to be a point. very. Teeny scratches. Yeah. You can't have something like, oh my! It's like, oh, I drug my fingernail th- uh, against that. It's like, no, no, no. You're gonna need to buff that out. Okay. This is this is something like I nicked it with like the tip of a knife or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Get a walnut. You just rub that thing, and it mm-hmm. actually kind of evens it out. And you don't a little. Bit. And I'm assuming you mean on wooden surfaces. Yeah. yeah only I can't just take them. like a glass top table and rub some nuts all over it. And- <laughs> Well, you can. <laughs> well, David, I don't know. Are you recording it and posting it on the internet? If you're yeah. into rubbing your nuts, I've seen I'm the films. It doesn't work. <laughs> sure, into rubbing your nuts. walnuts, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because no. before you said it was the oil, I was imagining something like the rice bag trick that people use to dry out their phones, mm-hmm. where you just throw a couch in a dumpster filled with walnuts and leave it overnight. <laughs> and it's like you take it out and there's no scratches on it. That would you know be what, great. That would actually be even better. <laughs> like we should do a time lapse. Hey, these nuts picked my couch. <laughs> God, yeah. it's going to be expensive. Oh. Let's do it. Oh, um, that's a lot of nuts. Yeah. yeah. Did you just un- un- unironically get away with saying these nuts <laughs> and none of us commented on it for like 15 whole seconds? I should be like given a, an award for that. That was pretty sneaky. You almost got away with that. Almost. So you can rub so your close. nuts on furniture to get the dings out. <laughs> yes. If if your nuts are walnuts. <laughs> yeah. Any nuts are walnuts if you throw them hard enough. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. We are. This is gonna go. <laughs> okay. Okay, so wait, so this only works on, like, wood surfaces, or what, yeah, real stone, wood. or... No, no, wood no. is primarily wood furniture. Wood furniture and floors. Mostly furniture, not, not really floors. No, trust me, it works floors. I worked in flooring, that's what we would tell people if they didn't want to buy the pens. That Just rub fix. your nuts on it. Take these nuts. Yeah. Take these nuts. <laughs> and just rub them all over your furniture. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Do you it's customer? a new form new form of wedding mouse. <laughs> oh, Do you take these nuts? Do you take these nuts? <laughs> That's my old wedding tie back in the ancient days. Boy, we missed an opportunity at y'all's wedding. <laughs> Any chance you'd be willing to run that one again? Oh yeah. Okay. I've already got a new mouse you, started. You, you nice. better better like your gift to us is just a bag of nuts. This will be the unofficial one that I officiate. Number four. <laughs> What's number four? Save me. <laughs> Please. Uh, fish are brain food. Or grammatically correct, I think it's fish is brain food. Sorry, and I have my Catholic mother screaming at me fish on Fridays right now. Right. Like, well, I mean, and that's actually a very true thing. Uh, most what, fish on Fridays? Well, no. Well, that, I mean, depends on your faith. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, fish is good for brain development. Actually, according to the Rush Medical Center in Chicago, uh, eating... What? Sorry, I was just imagining a hospital <laughs> opened up by the band. I was thinking Rush, Rush Limbaugh, okay? so no, I would take... Oh, God. <laughs> take your pick. It's like, here, take the band. Yeah, you know what'll cure that yeah, cancer? Weird time signatures. Here you go. Whoa. <laughs> Today's Tom Sawyer. He's uncured. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I uh, would be cured. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the, uh, eating fish it's does lower things. the occurrence of Alzheimer's. Oh. So mm-hmm. it can help there. Uh, the common thing that fish are known for is the omega-3 fatty acids that you right. get from yeah. salmon. That's one of the things, and that really helps with uh, brain chemistry. Are you okay over there, David? You're kind of I'm, snickering. I'm plotting. I'm <laughs> just, like, imagining... Sneaking into a retirement home with just it's a shoving fish with in a their... bag full of fish slung over my shoulder in like hamburglar clothes, <laughs> just like going up to their beds and just like opening mouths and just <laughs> stuffing you're like, fish. Oh my you're like, gosh. I'm gonna help you remember your kids. You're like an in between of Krampus and Santa Claus. Yes, I shove He's dead the fish average in your man. Mouth. What? No, no. What? The, oh, the average that? man? Shows <laughs> fish in old people's mouths. No, there, there's actually a... Oh, yes, the classic <laughs> movie with Jimmy Stewart where he runs around to old folks' homes shoving cods down their necks. Albacore. Yes. Oh it's a wonderful pike. Please tell me you're, you're writing that episode. <laughs> As we speak. No, there's a... Uh, there's actually a... I forgot like which region, but there's a some kind of folk tale of a of like a bipedal it's in like a, a wolf or a fox leave <laughs> you know, fish. I'm, no. he sneaks into old folks homes at night and bashes them no I want to hear about this uh, a bipedal, bipedal wolf, fox yeah, or wolf it's a fox or wolf and they it uh, it's meant to like it's a spirit that, that helps the poor and they'll they'll like leave fish at like a poor person a poor families like the windowsill or something that's like yeah. hey you're starving here you go and right. it, it was just it's some folk to, i don't know if it's like irish or celtic or something I think but it's, it's german it might be but it, yeah it's just some folk tale of it of this kind of anthropomorphic woodland creature that leaves fish for f- poor people i'm so thinking about <laughs> I was it just like that's a bipedal <laughs> fish yes <laughs> like the darwin stickers on people's yes. cars <laughs> yes I give fish to the masses. <laughs> Does that mean why. you're giving people the why masses? Why did I give a bipedal fish the droopy dog voice? <laughs> because it fits. Feeds my children. Feed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where the story about feeding the 5,000 came from. It wasn't that he had that many fish. It was a fish that was doing it. But they got it confused. What the, the translation feed. didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. So is, that, is, so is the fish like giving its people, here, eat my people? <laughs> yes, it's an eat of my body. It's fish. It tastes nice. You want to be in charge. Cannibalism. No, it's no. not cannibalism. Sacrifice. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fish. fish sacrifice. It's fish Jesus. I feel really guilty eating sushi last night He'll now. kill your Alzheimer's. Guilty? It's, I don't know. Should I feel guilty? I feel no. like I should feel guilty. No. I should feel good yeah. about doing what the fish wanted me to? Yes. yes. Eat me. <laughs> no, it's droopy. Yes. Eat These are the omega-3 me. fatty acids of the covenant. Yes. <laughs> so, fish are good for you. Fish is good for you. Yes. Is the wives' tale? Yes. Fish is brain food. 
Because it's meant meant to help you remember stuff. Mentally. Mentally. Yes. Okay. Okay. Nice. Uh, Number three. Clothes make the man. Isn't that a matter of opinion? We have, no, we have video. This is, oh, he showed me this in advance. You're going to love this. Wait. We have video footage of shirts building human beings. (laughs) Clothes actually make people. Okay. But they only make men. Yes. You don't have to fire me. I quit. Ah. I am out of here. It's the David and Sam show now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's meant to be, it's an appearance thing. Yeah, yeah. I know what it's supposed to mean, but But it's it's just... It's actually an actual truth. Go somewhere dressed like sharp. Wear a big pointy (laughs) cone on your head and go, I'm the Pope. Fuck you. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm going to do that. (laughs) I'm going to walk down the square and go, I'm the Pope. Fuck you! Yeah. Oh, we are never gonna get through this list. Yeah, we are. No, we're we're a little more than halfway there. Oh. <laughs> Clothes make the man. Fuck you! I'm the Pope. <laughs> okay. I mean, he has. Listen, he is a very high station, and he wears some ridiculous shit. Yeah. So clearly, you gotta dress for the job you want, not the job you have. See, I did that, and I got in trouble. What? You dressed like the Pope in a rather unfortunate <laughs> location and got asked to leave? No, I dressed for. Well, I dressed as Batman at work. They tell me to go home. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Well, that's because they know you don't need money. Yeah. Uh, See? That's your problem. Because the secret is out. It's like, oh, well, you're well enough to do. You've got a Batmobile. (laughs) And a Pope-mobile. Yes. You don't have to be answering Batman is the Pope. Batman is the... Batman Pope? Yes, Bat-Pope. The Bat-Pope. The Bat-Pope. Oh. Yes. What if the white smoke, whenever... You know whenever they, like, elect a new Pope and they send up the white smoke from the Vatican? Uh What if it did form a bat signal? Oh, my God! (laughs) I would love that. I think that would they would find that like heresy or something. Good news, the new pope is Christian Bale. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Christian. It makes so much sense. Yes, that's Christian Catholic Bale. It was there all along. The clues were right in front of us. We just didn't know. We just didn't know his middle name was Catholic. I bless you in the name of the Father, the Son. Holy Spirit. <laughs> Do you need a lozenge or something? I <laughs> got he just starts, they start issuing out Ricola with little saint icons on them. It's like, oh. here, Bat Pope, just take the day off. It's fine. You don't have to go to Tahiti. Oh, and then all the cardinals wear little Robin outfits. Yes. Well, they're already red. Yes. Hey! We get it. We it co- all makes sense now. We understand Catholicism. Boy, oh Lord! I can't wait to go. My mother is so proud. I can't wait to go home and go on the internet to find out that I'm the 80th person to think of this, and find some idiot's website from Des Moines who's like, "I figured out how Batman is just a representation of Catholicism." Here's all the clues, and then we'll just be like, "Well, damn it, never mind." Got there too late. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not crazy. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, anyway. Oh, yeah, clothes make the man. Putting well, on that's, a tie, that's they get you places. Well, it's... No, but it is. Wear a suit and tie somewhere. People will inherently respect you as a more authoritative figure. Mm-hmm. It is about... It is all about appearance. Like, have you ever gone to a grocery store in a suit and tie and get mistaken for the manager? No. Well... That sounds like an inconvenience. Yeah, it is! I, I I've had that happen that. several times. I was on my way to an interview. I had to stop and get something. Someone angry person said, I need to tell you about so-and-so. I was like, 
I don't care. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I told that to someone, and then she gave me. I was like, I don't work here. <laughs> and then she's like, and then she they didn't even say sorry. They just looked at me and went ah, and walked out. And it's like <laughs> she barked at you. Yes. <laughs> yes. You don't work here. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> I actually have a work story where I had a customer. Rather frustrated customer when I was at Home Depot walk up to me. I was headed to the break room to clock out and go home for the day. And she goes, excuse me, I'm lost. And I go, you're at aisle 18. And I walked off. <laughs> Very lost, proud. Lost in a Home Depot, huh? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. It well, wasn't that big that of a Home Depot. Big. but hmm. You want to pressure, you want your kids to be with a guy that dresses nice. Because it's considered more well. I would want my children to be with my father, not just some random, well-dressed man. Okay, (laughs) making good, dude. Hey, you look great. Have my child. I mean, hook up. (laughs) I what? What am I doing with my kids? Hooking them up with a well-dressed man? Okay, quit that. Eventually. (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking about when they're at the when they're at the age of hey, you should start thinking about a relationship. You're talking about what the heck are you doing? Not just I, like, I'm trying to follow your train of thought. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. You're not just taking them out of the kitty cart at the grocery store and going, hey, nice tie, want a baby? <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> Damn it, I knew I shouldn't have worn this suit today. Yeah. <laughs> I've already picked up three kids. Oh, God. All right. I'm ready for number two. Are you guys? Tell me. That... All right. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. I don't know how true that, that is. is. According to the University of Western Australia, eating at least half an apple a day can improve your life expectancy up to five years, prevent cell damage, and reduce the risk of cancer. I hate to be that guy, (laughs) but you did just say that the study said half an apple a day, and the idiom is an apple a day. Okay, well they say eating 100 grams or 3.5 ounces, and I... Great, Look so out. now I've got to put it on the little silver plate thing, and I forgot Wait. to tear the scale, <laughs> oh so God. it comes on, and it's not the right amount of apple, and then I die, and there's a worm in it, and then I sue. <laughs> you said I'd live longer. Oh. Yeah. Yes. yes, you can't sue when you're dead. Yeah, I just keep putting on apples, because I'm like, I don't know how much... <laughs> I forgot to balance this thing out. How much is too many apples, and I eat 80 and die. <laughs> well, what? I mean, At that going, point, I've got 20 more to go. <laughs> oh, jeez. An you apple know, a day. Yeah, literally. An apple a day keeps... It's just... It's meant to be as like... Is that really an old wives' tale or just an old saying? It is... They're, they're the same... They fall in the same category. I assume it became a saying it kind of because began. it was so often it was an, said yeah. colloquially. Yeah. You know. That's how an old... That's how the old wife tales happen. It's just... It's a... As you said, it's a colloquial saying. Although... What? Maybe we just don't understand what it actually meant back in the day. Maybe this is a mistranslated across time periods thing. And doctors in the ancient world were deathly afraid of apples. They, and so in order to ward <laughs> them from your home, you just put up a whole string of apples. Yeah. Like you've got the apples for doctors, you've got the garlic for vampires. Or, or you can get a little more tech savvy with your apple products. Oh, I use oh. my apple every day. I'm going to live forever. On the internet? What? Apple phone. Yeah, how's that going to make you live forever? I'm using it every day. And you'll still die someday. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to live forever. No thanks to your fucking Apple phone. (laughs) Well, maybe I'll just download all my memories into a Mac and be a computer. Well, that's what I'm saying, is you'll live forever on the internet. Is that what you mean? Yes. Yeah, okay. That That I can see. Yeah. 
Either way, I'm going to start. If any doctors start marching up on my property, I'm going to chuck apples at him and just, see. Just plant an apple well, tree. You'll be set. Oh, an apple tree? Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, you'll be know. set. Live huh. in an apple orchard. Oh, you will never be pestered. You'll never get a home visit. <laughs> yes. You will die of scurvy. <laughs> we are not allowed to be there. Should have planted some orange trees. This shit has a lot of sugar in it. <laughs> yep. And the number one old wives' tale. Happy wife, happy life. Hmm. Inapplicable to those that don't have wives. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, no, you're going to love this. Oh, I uh, am. As your wife, I am loving how you're explaining that happy wife means happy life. Yeah, because it's, because it is psychologically proven. Pull up. <laughs> pull up. Pull up. <laughs> pull up, Sam. Pull up. I, unlike you, am looking at your wife's face right now. This is not going the way you intended it to go. Alter course, or you will crash soon. Well, see, now the thing is, do I commit? For the sake you of the podcast. You don't. No, that's why I said pull up. That's why I said pull up. Abort mission. But then, but then this can't be definitive if I don't commit. Oh, yes, it can. You will listen. We don't get to do an episode five if you die here, so let's... We've almost made I'm it. I'm expendable, dude. Let's, let's Carry let's, on. Let's get some more in the mainsail here and see if we can steer back into well, less choppy waters. You know, I may want so to this is scientifically proven. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yes. Are you going to keep giving me that look, or do you want to hear this? I'm waiting to hear this. You've heard about can, can all the you, MIT lab wife down studies. The sass? <laughs> no. No. Okay. I'm supposed to be the happy wife in this room. Please explain to me how that fixes your life. Because it's actually shown that guys, uh, husbands that are dissatisfied with their life are still mentally happier if their wife is happy. So, what about gay men? Well, that's what that's what I was saying initially is that there are a whole, there's a whole host no, of weren't. people. No, you <laughs> no, There's was. a whole host like, of people who whole... don't have wives, uh, which might include, for who... instance, fellas who like fellas. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. There. Uh, well, I mean, I guess lesbians are just twice as happy if they're married. Yeah. Um, I mean, that just means but like then you have like the huh. bachelors for life and the bachelorettes for life, the people who never marry, who don't get wives. But okay, I guess, well, I guess what you're saying. Wives. Then this, then this is only for. That's all. This is only for. Well, yeah. Then you just have to multiply yeah. that, and then it just gets worse and worse. Right. No, well, this is mainly that. for. The. The yeah. nuclear family. Yeah. Let's let's take a moment, if we can, for once in this country's history, to focus on heterosexual couples for a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just once. Right? Just, just once. Let's take this moment of our time. <laughs> fucking okay. I, but that is the saying. You're right. Yeah. No. That was a joke. That, yeah. yeah. Thank you. As if, yeah. Anyone who didn't know that has already stopped listening, by the way. But, yeah. Just putting it out there. Sure. It's good. So, for yeah. the sake of this number one happy happy wife, happy life, mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. talking about heterosexual couples. Yes. Oh, I mean, yeah, because if you're talking about lesbian couples, then it's just a tautology. <laughs> <laughs> if we're happy, then we're happy. Like, yep. There you go. Yes. I'm happy, you're happy, QED. and you're happy, I'm happy, we're right. always happy. Yes. Infinite, yeah, infinite energy. <gasps> if I plug the cord into itself. I thought you were going to say, if I plug this lesbian couple. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Okay. Oh, jeez, okay. oh, I think I just wrote on myself. There's another point for using your phone instead of paper. Yep. <laughs> you will draw on your foot. Oh, on my face. Oh, your face? Yes, my jaw. Oh, I thought that was a tattoo. 
Oh, um, it is now. <laughs> it's now. But yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah, majority of couples, of heterosexual couples, where if the man is effectively not happy with his own, with his own personal life, but his wife is happy, he's still, ergo, he is still happy by extension. So if she's upset, then he's miserable too? Oh, absolutely. So everything is, you know, all the responsibility is on her. No, no, it's not. To keep peace in the household. No, it's kind of on him to keep her happy. I mean, that's but if he's the done other, something to that's screw the dark, up, that's the darker side. Of but if he's same. done something to screw up and now she's unhappy, then he's unhappy because she's unhappy. That's the darker side of the same. I mean, here's the whole problem. Listen, there's a lot of whole problems with this idiot. I was going to say, recognize that so many problems. With Among this. them <laughs> is the fact that you know. I mean, we said this in the case of of same sex all female couples, but it really is true either way. Turns out if you spend the majority of your life with someone, you just want them to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, that just yeah. makes things better. This is this is a very... But what's to say that the husband's happiness in the relationship, you know, doesn't determine her happiness? It, well, it does too, I think. It does, but not as much. So why is the saying, happy wife, happy life? Why isn't it happy it? spouse? Because this is... Because that's something doesn't that... rhyme with anything but louse. Because happy that's... Yeah, spouse, exactly. n- n- Unburnt house. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Honestly, there we fixed it. That yes. saying does come like from the late eighteen hundreds. What happy life, happy life? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because it is meant a you yeah. keep the life happy, you're gonna it's, be all right. Sure. Unburnt house. Yeah. I like that better. Well, we fixed it, everyone. Yes. It applies to a broader spectrum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't say everyone. But people who are spectrum. married to pyromaniacs, which is many more people <laughs> that are married to women. <laughs> Because let's face it, we all love a good blaze. <laughs> um, what kind of blaze are you talking about? Setting the house on fire in anger. Oh. I thought we were talking about the good blaze. No. Oh. It's just not for me. Yeah. Just never so, been interested. That means you can never smoke weed, Sam. Well, I can, I just... Otherwise she'll burn your house down. <laughs> she won't know. Oh, no, everyone will He's know. He's going to go visit his family in Colorado and not tell me. I can think of some people Maybe. that could get away with smoking weed and not let anyone know. Let me just tell you, Sam, you are not at the top of the list of those people. <laughs> you know what? I'll take your word for it. You know what's funny? Not. Sam, I think I'm higher on that list, and I won't smoke it. Yes. I would believe that she had done it, and I would never find out, ever. You, however, I don't know. Because I, I would want you to tell me more than anything else. I would want to get like a text message from you at four in the morning going, I'm on weed. <laughs> I found that Japanese maple plant. Hey, oh, yeah. it was the wrong one. It's yes. Okay. So these are the these are the old wives' tales, as we have assembled them thus far. Mm-hmm. We have apple day doctor way, wife life ratios. We have clothes, clothes and the construction men. of human beings. That sounds um, like that's my memoir. <laughs> By Sam, it's a good one. So what other ones did we miss? That there was I fish. 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 Brain food. Fish, fish is brain yeah. food. And walnuts can remove That's furniture. That's right. Rub your nuts on furniture. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, how did you rank these? I ranked these based off of, like, how, basically, use, the usefulness of your, through your life, as well as, like, how healthy or slash happy it can make your life. Okay. That's, I'm gonna that's say, why the, that's why I had the number one was happy wife, happy life, because that is the ultimate long term. And yet, 
we have established that there are large sections of the population for whom that advice mm-hmm. does absolutely nothing. Well, but we could also change that to mainly just happy spouse. Should we? So then, unburnt are we going? House. Are we going? Yes, happy spouse, unburnt house. Are we going to do then the spirit of the law and not the letter of it, and just say that like if you have a partner, keeping them happy will improve the quality of your life too. Like, yes. are yes. we doing that rather than the actual word for word? I would yeah, say yeah. I, I think it's be easier inclusive. to rank it that way. Be inclusive. Yeah. Right. Because times have changed since the 1800s. Like, God, what did they know? At least once or twice. They were throwing apples at doctors. <laughs> they were. They gave them strong arms, though. <laughs> and they rose up. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. Well, if we do that to all of them, though, then we just take away the whole structure of the list. Not because then you also worry. have to do revisions for number two, where it's like, okay, well, not apples, strictly speaking, but a healthy diet can, you know, things like that, prolong your life. We're just getting into obvious statements the more we edit these. I, I, see I where think you're it with only that. really applies to the, the happy wife, happy life thing, because that one has changed so much over time. Dramatically. The actual eating an apple is actually, it's literally about the apple itself. Okay. Because it's what the apple, the skin. Yeah, so we are sticking it, to the letter of the law on that one. Yes. All right. Yeah. And actually the rest of them, because the only one that really has more substance to it is the happy wife, happy, happy life kind of thing. Yeah. So Which we are now going to call, by the way... Happy spouse, Happy spouse Unburnt, unburnt house. house. Got it. Which might be the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Hmm. Okay. So that one. So we, that one more I'm staying at number one. Yeah. If we include the more yeah, inclusive, more general population version, but we've still got Apples. fish as brain food. I feel like can probably move a little bit. I have fish as brain food at number four. Yeah. I feel like that one should be a little higher. Oh, I was going to say it should go lower. Really? Cause yeah. Because number but, five okay. is the nuts. Yeah, how... People, anytime you can learn more about the practical applications of nuts <laughs> is always Not a good time. Not in the context Ooh. that you're hoping. It's a good time. No, e- either way. Well, the thing why I rank that one so low is because it can only be used for... Walnuts are also brain food. Mm, not, not as helpful as fish. The thing is about walnuts is it has to be a small scratch. Walnuts if it's, roasting on an open fish. Sorry. That's just ooh, with a nice the glaze. Ultimate brain meal. <laughs> walnut roasted fish. Oh ooh. god! And with an apple walnut glaze. Ooh, that yeah. just sounds good. Mm. We're making ourselves hungry on the yeah. podcast again. Again. <laughs> Tradition. Yes. <laughs> Tradition. But no, because the, the, the thing is with the walnut the is nuts. Wal- the no, walnuts. That's, that's our that's our mascot. The Tradition. The <laughs> Sorry. It has to be a small scratch. If it's something large, like yeah, like a dent. Yeah. So if your arm's off, it won't fix that. Yeah. But a scratch, it can do. Mm-hmm. If it, yeah, if it's a very small scratch, then yeah. yeah. Cool. That's right. why. That's why it's number five. Okay. It's, Beyond it's that, you have to go get limited, a sharpie. It's a very limited application. I, okay, I can agree with that then. Which means I'm kind of fine with the fish being as where it is. Number so what was number three? Clothes make the man. Clothes make the man. Mm. I feel like the fish's brain food is more helpful. Than about appearance and confidence? Yeah. Why so? Because you're fixing what's on the inside, and it's what's on the inside that matters. But does it when you're trying to get hired? I thought you were saying when you want to get high. <laughs> but <Yeah>. does it? <laughs> <laughs> Although, listen, trust me, if you go to a drug deal in a suit and tie, you are going to upset some folks. Yes. <laughs> you're, that's, not, that's not the attire they came expecting to interact with. <laughs> Flip-flops and a... 
<laughs> and a beach shirt. So, yeah. oh god. So I think the close back the band actually what we're finding out is that it goes in both directions. It, you have to learn. You have to never, cosplay appropriately. You have to learn never to over or underdress. But fish. Also, bat pope. <laughs> we can't forget bat pope. Forget yeah. about bat pope. So effectively, we learned so much so about Catholicism three, today. So four, three, and two is what we're is effectively what you get. What you guys are kind of. Yeah, discussing. I'm happy with one. Five is fine. Four is fish is brain five. food. The nuts are at the bottom where they belong. Yes. Three is clothes make the man. Two is apple a day. You know. I, you can say whatever you want, Saf. I'm entirely okay with this list. I have no changes to make. Holy shit, that's awesome! That's a first! I'm still thinking about the clothes make the man. Thing. That's a first for me! See, yeah. that was a little sexist too. Okay. Clothes make the individual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clothes make the person. I mean, you can I say know. that semantics about anything that's I know, I'm not done. trying to be like overly right. PC about this. I don't know, because they always say, you know, it's what's on the inside that matters, and regardless of whether you're trying to dress up for an interview or dress down for a drug deal, please don't. Um, or you're some sort of strange inside-out human that wears your clothes on the inside. Yeah, it's more of what's on the inside that matters, and you should be taking care of that. Yeah, but it is shown that, like... You have to take care of that before you take care of the clothes. If I wore, like, really nice clothes to work, mm -hmm. I do feel better. You do? I do feel more confident at what I can do. Here's how we can sort this out. I'm going to give you your choice. You can either go to work with a tie on, or I'll give you a fish. Which one do you want? Which one? Is you that an a open nice... question to both of us, or just him? Either one of you. I'm taking um, the fish. Okay. Well, I mean, it, that, that's a totally different context. If I'm hungry, I mean, I'm going to take the fish. Ty's not going to feed me. Right, exactly. So then we move the fish up. Mm -hmm. Also, I can tell you, as someone who works in a place where I have to wear office clothes daily, I fucking hate it. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. Yeah. Like, you feel nice for a while. Oh, this is pretty. This is, you know, this cuts just right. This hits, you know, curves and all the places for guys, the shoulders and stuff. But I guarantee you that after you've worn it for months and years at a time, you hate it. It sucks. You're sick of it. It's 104 outside. I don't want to wear that suit jacket. Yep. I don't want to wear those pantyhose. Good God. Yeah. So while it has its place, I don't think it's number three on this list. I think it's number four. Okay. Although, on the other hand, because you're, talk you're talking about... <laughs> yes. Look at my other hand. You'll notice there is a fish. <laughs> now look at me. Now the fish is gone. <laughs> How'd you do that? This is a deodorant. Here's my nuts. I Look at your nuts, then my nuts. Now look back at yours. Now no, you're a in a fish. church. There's the Pope. There's Batman is the Pope. You've woken up in the year 2240. Batman is the Pope. Okay, no, we've lost the thread completely. What I was going to okay. say is if we want to look at the bad impacts of both, mm -hmm. overdressing can make it much too hot outside for you. Mm -hmm. But eating too much fish can run you into some pretty skanky cases of food poisoning. That's true. Mercury. Well, I do, I do have it written down here. Downside is mercury, but it d but the benefits now outweigh them. Now, hang on a second. I actually read recently that the whole thing about mercury, you can eat too much fish, that you can get mercury poisoning, but you have to eat it for, like, all three meals every single day. Yeah. It's not. It's an old wives' tale that you'll get mercury poisoning from eating too much fish. That's fake. Yes. Yes. I counter your old wives' tale with another old wives' tale. So it goes back to number four. I forgot what number one. What? Yeah. <laughs> so we're keeping it at number four because fish can poison you, but 
It's a very, 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 very small chance that fish can actually poison you. Because even if you're miserable, you can go home at the end of the day and just shed all of the overly officious clothing, and then you feel even better. Dig into habanero salmon and just... Oh, I thought and you were saying, like, jumping naked into a spice tank. And I was like, no. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I'm going to take That's... off my work clothes and dive into some jalapenos. I like living, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And that is one way to I live. I will take lemon juice. Bath. That will remove the creases from your nuts, though. <laughs> that will remove my nuts. Yes. Uh, okay, okay. So... What, so what I'm do we do totally with the clothes, clothes versus fish? I'm fine with everything as is. I'm still sold on it, 100%. With the fish being underneath Number four. clothes? Underneath clothes, clothes make the man. I feel like that one needs modernized too, but whatever. Yeah, clothes make the, the person. Yeah. yeah. I'll I'll fine. Fine. Yay! So then, that's just, a first for just me. to just to make it all official. Yeah, because we went back and forth on this quite a bit, and it kind of got off the rails because I did invent the Batman Pope, and that was a little distracting. <laughs> and the Cardinals. <laughs> so let's run it back five to one. So my definitive top five for the true, most true old wives' tale that'll keep you happy or healthy in your life. Yes, is number five. Walnuts remove furniture scratches. Four, fish is brain food. Three, clothes make the man. Two, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. And number one, happy spouse, unburnt house. Is it definitive? (laughs) It is definitive. And modernized. Yes. (laughs) I feel like I win a prize. That's the first one I didn't have to change anything. I hate to be the first one to tell you that you didn't. Well, it's, it's my first one. Okay, yeah. No, but we're Well, not, he's saying you don't get a prize. You don't get a prize. You get a... Yay! She'll clap for you. There. I'm gonna, I feel like Look, I your wife is pro- happy. You have a happy life, right? See? <laughs> See? Or she'll threaten you. You get to live, you get to live without another flames day. surrounding you another day. So, <sighs> Sav, what do you have for us today? Are, are you ready for the speaking of colonels? Great segue there. Oh, that's oh yes, true. Lieutenant Colonel Saf, what do you have for us today? I have the definitive top five military animals in history. Military animals? Are these like mascots? Or? I, that's how I wrote it. Help me fix this title. Hold on. What I hope is that this is about a whole bunch of groups of animals that just decided to organize themselves against humanity. <laughs> do we have if I find animal. out there's a legion of 40 self-organized bears somewhere <laughs> that's just like, no one will fucking camp here ever again. Well, the, I'll be happy. The bear they, brigade? They, yes. They do have that. That's in Yellowstone. Uh, but they didn't make the list. <laughs> what? They, they have a bear brigade in Yellowstone. It's called a bear great bear brigade. Beargade sounds like a very disappointing sports beverage. <laughs> it sounds like... No, I think I titled this incorrectly. Essentially animals that have been enlisted, enrolled into military. Oh, they, do they actually have like a, def- a given rank as well? Some of them, yes. Others have served and done incredible things. I'm oh. terrified about the ones that have kill counts. I know there was like a thing in World War There's II. There's two on here. <laughs> anyway. I know there was a thing in World War II where the Russians would strap bombs to dogs and try and rush them across no man's land to the enemy tanks. That's horrible. You want to know the poetic justice behind it? They They never made it and they blew up their own side? They would rank, they would recognize the Russian tanks as having food on them (laughs) and run back and blow up their own tanks. (laughs) Well, I wonder how long that idea lasted. I do remember, I think it was 
I think it was World War Two as well. Like Russians, like they uh, they befriended a bear and it like yes, helped, and it I read about them. that. They one. actually he actually had a rank. Eventually, yeah, it was kind of a cute, fluffy story. Um, the the bear, its name began with a B, I think. Of course. Um, it wasn't. Did you say Russia? Yeah. No, it was Poland. Oh. The Poland. Oh, that's even better. There, yeah, there uh, were some Polish soldiers who found this bear, and they didn't want to leave it in. I think it was the Irani desert to die, so they adopted. Thinking. I'm sorry, yeah. leaving a bear in a desert. That. Yeah. Um, they found a bear in a desert. <laughs> Apparently. I, I'm going off very vague memories of what I read. Um, but they kept this bear and they adopted it and bear, you know, slept in the tents of them and stuff. And it, But the thing is, animals couldn't cross borders. So they actually had to enlist or, like, make give the bear a rank in the military for it to cross <laughs> countries. I am all for that. I wish I was a part of that platoon. Be like, yeah, it's this is uh, Sergeant Roar. Is that one on the list? No. Oh, man. No, That's... I think that one would have been my number six, Okay, then though. we got to get to the ones that are. Go ahead yes. and give it five. Yes, exciting. All right. So uh, starting... Please, huh? Please tell me there's a duck on one, or a geese on one of these lists, because those a sons geese? of... A, a geese. Or a, or a <laughs> squadron of geese. There is not. There are no waterfowl on this list. That's disappointing, because I imagine a brigade of geese could decimate the West What do you coast. think Canada uses? So, starting at Moose? number five... Moose? It's yeah. geese on the backs of moose. Geese. Mounted geese patrol. Geese and moose. Geese and moose. <laughs> that, moose was and the, that was the sequel to Rocky and Bullwinkle <laughs> yeah. that never took off. Oh, thank After God. Rocky demanded too much money on his contract, <laughs> they're like, we can get a goose to replace you, asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah? What are you going to do? Yeah. We are chasing moose and geese. <laughs> it does not roll off. Time. Goose and how geese. Do, how do multiple goose ride moose? We don't know. Goose and but geese. But when we find them, we will know it. It's, it's like it's like the water ski performers. Just a bunch of geese in the shape of a V yes. on top of a moose. I would pay to see that. Synchronized moosing. Help me. What is five? Okay. Are we ready to move on from our oh, waterfowl? Yeah. Good. Because I'm starting. At number five, we have William Buddy Windsor, the goat. Windsor. Okay. Oh, God. Is La- this his the last British? name is Windsor. Yes. Oh, the no. British. British goat. He is British. Okay. Or was British, I should say. And what is what are what are Mr. Windsor's military responsibilities okay. as a goat? So I just put some bullet notes Harass here. the enemy. To try and hit the most interesting points on these. So, uh, oh, crap. Buddy? Nope, nope. His name was Billy. It's supposed to be Billy. Oh, okay, that's, William yeah. Billy Windsor the Good. That's I oh, okay. So, yeah. Billy was buddies with the Queen. The Queen liked Billy. Enough to give him a job. Sorry, the Queen? Queen? The Queen. The the still current Queen. Yes. yes. The, the Queen, queen of the England. Second. Liked this goat and went, I'm, I'm going to give you a job. Gave him a military job. Mm-hmm. As per the Queen's recommendation and historical tradition, Billy Windsor became a member of the Royal Welsh Infantry Battalion in the British Army. He was a salaried, ranking member of the unit. His army number was 25232301, and his rank was Lance Corporal. He was also in charge of leading all of the unit's parades. <laughs> yes. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say he was in charge of leading all the humans' parades? Yes. Yes. Who was in charge of the goat parades then? No, but no. <laughs> it was a goat leading the parade. He I got just... to lead the parade 
Yes. I'm just fascinated with the usage of the word human in that sentence, as if they needed a qualifier for the various military parades they have. Yes, I think and one of the designations was, no, 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 this is the one that has people in it. What do the rest of their military parades look like? Animal parades. Oh, no, that's Scotland. Lance Corporal. Wow. Wow, that's actually... He was demoted once. Wait, wait, to, to private first class? He ate one of the prince's pairs of jeans. No, Probably. it's better. Actually, no, that actually is better. Yeah. Um, so, special perks of his job. Billy received daily rations of Guinness and two cigarettes a day. Was that his salary? No, that was his no. rations. Those were his rations. He got to drink Guinness and chew on two cigarettes a day because people believed that cigarettes, the tobacco was good for goats. Okay, right um, now, both of you. Yes. You're the head of state of a country. You've just hired a goat. You've just hired a goat for your military. Okay. What have I done? What do you pay it? (laughs) Tin tin cans. I paid in food. Tin cans? Okay. This is a goat we're talking about. You have to be more specific. Uh, They will eat literally anything. That's why I said tin cans. Yeah. They will chew them. They will eat tin cans. Uh, What do you what compensation do you offer a literal goat? Hardtack. Hardtack. (laughs) I don't know what goats eat. Cabbage? I'm telling you, literally anything. Okay. My yeah. grandpa had goats, and they would eat my pants yes. if I stood still for too long. They will. And like, and they poop. And chew to and the pee. point of like ingesting. And they smell. Okay. Sections of denim. I would give them. I would actually get assortment Beavers. of vegetables. Beets. There we go. Beets. Beets. All right. Beets and cabbage. Levi's. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you would give them beets. I would give them pants. You'd and I said tin cans. And beets and pants and beets and, and you would give them tin cans. Yes. Okay. He got Guinness and two cigarettes yes, a day. Yes, give the fucking goat alcohol is a great idea. Oddly enough, that actually makes the story make more sense. Because now I can go back to the queen appointing a goat as a lance corporal and think maybe it's just because her and the goat got really drunk one night. Because apparently Guinness is on the table for this goat to consume. So they, that's Oh, they did say that they gave him Guinness because of the iron that was in it. Bullshit! They wanted to see a drunk goat. Yeah, military uniform. That's what they claim. That and that's kind of the standard. We are we are going to observe its behavior, my lord. Uh, (laughs) Honestly, and out of this is scientific. We swear. Out of the rations of the rest of the soldiers, that's generally what they get too. Because most soldiers' rations is Mm -hmm. the food they get the day, and then like a bit of some kind of alcohol and a few smokes. So they just. Yeah, they gave him effectively the same stuff they gave everybody else, basically. And the goat ate the cigarettes. Of course he did. I'm sorry, Billy. He has yeah. a name. So, he does. Sorry, okay. he, got, he got demoted. Do you have that? Yeah, I do. Oh. So, Billy retired with, with full honors after eight years of service at home and abroad. His resume was spotless, except for when he was temporarily demoted to Facilier. Is that how you say it? Essentially, the unit's version of a private. Due to disorderly conduct, he tried to headbutt a drummer at the Queen's birthday party. (laughs) 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 Billy, he's on percussion. (laughs) Billy, can you chill the fuck out for a second? Speaking as a drummer, (laughs) I don't think there is a court in the world that should punish him for headbutting a drummer. I second that as having to sit in front of the drummers in band. Yes. No one oh. no one should be punished in any way for headbutting one of us. Oh wow. So that A is... battery section, the natural enemy of the goat. Now. At least in, in the Queen's army. Oh, Lance wow. Corporal Billy. 
God bless you, sir. <laughs> Billy guy, Windsor. <laughs> what did he do after he retired? Join the Rolling Stones? He's headbutting drummers. <laughs> He's Bang. drunk off his ass on Guinness all the time. He <laughs> smokes like a fucking chimney. <laughs> they ate him. <laughs> they ate him. Oh, I think he had a nice quiet life. Oh, sure. Not while the queen was looking at him. Yes. I remember, he was given this job because the queen was like, I like that goat. Because the queen got give drunk him a job. With him one night. <laughs> What's in this Guinness? Let's give that goat a job. Give him a pint. <laughs> no, 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 that was on a dare. Like one of her, one of her corbers like, I'm I bet you. Sure. It's like, I bet you can't. I bet you can't give it. It can't give that goat a job. No, it's the queen. Here. Like no one's gonna bet the queen. Oh, I bet she's on some kind of comfortable level with a few people that they can have a joking bet from time to time. I think possibly. I think the dark secret behind this is probably in more realistic terms that there's no such thing as just kidding when you're royalty because i can easily see yeah, her that, saying yeah. that and someone going at once <laughs> your majesty <laughs> and her and then give that go to job <laughs> and then he walks away I was kidding. and she's just going ah shit <laughs> i forgot who i was yes <laughs> yeah the moment it's like oh shit fun fact yeah about you, the queen or the goat the, the queen <laughs> She does not own a passport. She's never owned a passport. No, well, or a driver's queen. license. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, her face alone is enough recognition. She's the queen. Do you see my crown? Yeah. Do you even You're see letting me in. She just needs to pull out a 20-pound note. And <laughs> this like, is my pass. This is me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Yeah. <clears throat> so, okay. yes, we've had our fun with That's Sully. That's so, actually so really awesome. <laughs> the drunk... Drummer smashing goat is at the bottom of the list. Yes, this okay. can mostly only because. Get it, okay, they're not all funny. I did. It does get darker after uh, number four. Whoa. Okay. Well, yeah. these are military. So I was like, okay, this is military focus. Yeah. Did what, did he like what? What other like actual jobs he in the military? Was he like a like a messenger runner or something like that, or is he just morale for the troops? I think it's morale. And then he finished out Old McDonald's song. Uh, that's cheap. <laughs> Old MacDonald had a stockpile of nuclear arms. E I E I O. And to the distract boom. the masses from that, he kept a goat who he gave some beer. <laughs> With a here and a there. Oh. Wow, do we want to finish Old MacDonald's for? No, no it's gone. Because <laughs> he headbutted one of the I think we should enter into a, a healthy armistice with old McDonald's farm at this stage. Let's move on to let's number go, four. Let's go get our moose and geese from Canada. I imagine Billy would be great at like disrupting enemy intelligence because he would just eat their notes. Yes. <laughs> What's this goat doing in here? Get Ignore him. Here. Oh, shit. Where's my secret papers? Oh, no. Yeah. Anyway, okay. anyway since so, it's going to get darker. No, not yet. Okay. Number four is still fun. Number three is where it starts to get a little darker. Okay. So at number four, we have King Neptune the pig. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> is King his rank? <laughs> no. He was the only royal member of the U.S. Navy, though. What? This? Yes. Okay, so this is United States. Oh, this is U.S. No. This we is did of this. course we did no, this. Of course we did would. this. And this is such an American thing. Oh, boy. This was for, um, I think. King Neptune. King Neptune. I believe he was alive from 1941 to 1950, or that's how long he served. Couldn't really tell. Huh. So yes, he is the only royal member of the U.S. Navy. 
He was originally meant to be the roast at a World War II fundraising dinner. Oh, no. <laughs> but he was too handsome to cook, so instead they made him the show. He was ceremoniously presented to the public, where they could buy parts of him, such as short hairs and squeals, and that money went towards war bonds. This is how we raise money for war. Yeah. We present pretty piggies. Boy, the standards for entertainment were so much lower back then. Well, They didn't have phones or internet. Why did I have to be born now? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not exactly going to be headlining at the Apollo anytime soon, but I can do better than a pig. It's in the 40s, it was a you very kill. handsome pig. It was a very handsome pig. Like, I don't care how sexy the pig is. <laughs> I can still out-funny a pig. Now, uh, it's not that he was funny. It was just because he was pretty. Uh, they actually dressed him up with silver earrings and a gold crown. And because of the breed of pig he was, that's naturally uh, red and white, they put blue navy around him to, you know, round out that patriotic. Oh, yeah, American, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, no, that's why. So, do you want to guess how much King Neptune raised uh, with w- war bonds? And I have the t- total then and the In today's inflated. money? Yeah. Probably in today's money, I'm gonna guess it was millions. It is millions. Yeah, yeah. No, he probably raised a pretty penny back then. So back, king. Yeah, go ahead. What are you looking up? I'm looking up a picture of this son of a bitch. I want to. He better. Good luck. I did. He better like. The only picture I found was his tombstone. Yeah, unsurprising. Neptune. He was a frying pan. No, he was too handsome to eat. So this this thing better Um, blow my mind. Overall, he raised $19 million at the time, which is $250 million today. Wow. Yeah. That is absurd. Yeah. That is insane. And the majority of the money went to the towards the construction of the USS Illinois. I'm just picturing a pig that has George Clooney's face. <laughs> like, I can't imagine a, a fuckable not, enough pig. He's not pretty. What? That is, a, that's not a beautiful creature. That's just, that's bacon. That's pre-bacon. I mean, according to, yeah, the Navy's $250 million pig. Occurred. Yep. yep. That is a black and white photo, though. Maybe in full color. I mean, maybe it's like... It's supposed to be like a deep burgundy red yeah. is where that the back is, and the underbelly and legs are white. Here's right. a... Well, this was a what, news dispatch Restore. in 1950 after the war of him. That's not a pretty pig. Oh, look at his little crown on his back. That's I mean, a, that, that little cartoon drawing of him is obviously not to scale because he's like <laughs> twice the size of that guy in the uniform standing next to him. Well, of course. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe he, he was uh, just massive. According then why wouldn't they eat him? According to this, is our own oddities. King Neptune, a mascot that mm-hmm. helped sell $19 million in World War II bonds. Yep. <laughs> 250 today. That's crazy. So wow. what rank was he given? In the military. I don't think think he was given a rank. He was just paraded around as... You you did qualify him as a royal member of the Navy. That's all they have listed. Yeah, that's all they have listed as a royal member of the U.S. Navy. Hmm. According to his memorial, I I just... Yeah, 1942 to 1950 is when he served. Yeah. Yeah, Navy mascot Um, pig. Okay. He... um, Was allowed to retire on a farm and receive full military honors at his funeral. Oh boy! Man, that's the last little fact I have about King Neptune the pig. I wonder how that uh, the uh, firing squad was like for that. It's like, all right, who are we celebrating today? Pig. I love the person they hired to make a small enough flag to drape over his coffin, (laughs) and be like, "What do you need this for again?" God. Uh, 
It's it's better if I just don't tell you. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure at that point they didn't say the pig. They just said King Neptune. Right. I'm not sure what's I mean, stranger. He, he must have been... I mean, he was that popular and raised $19 million mm-hmm. in yeah. the yeah. 40s. And I said yeah. he, they would auction off the hairs on his chinny-chin-chin and his squeals. I mean... I can Next imagine. one's mine! Okay, considering I love guinea pigs... That's a guinea just, pig, not a pig pig. Yeah, but I mean, he probably would look super cute. They're quite different. How many millions of dollars would you give to a pig? I don't know. I mean... They can be cute. I have seen cute pigs. There was one when I was growing up that was a little black and white pig named Oreo, and he was adorable. Did he taste good? I didn't eat him, but he did go off to the stockyards to become something. (laughs) And that was the last time we saw cute little Oreo. All right. Well, this whole story is disturbing in so many ways. Number three. Are we ready to get to the darker stuff? Okay, fine. This one's slightly dark. This, This one's like a gray tone. All right, so this one is Sefton the Horse, lived from 1963 to 1993. That horse has seen some shit. Yeah, horses... Did it serve in Nam? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No. I, was uh, I was like, that? This is another British. Oh, okay. Horse. Uh, horse served for 17 years. And horses typically live 25 to 30 years. Most of his life, yeah. Is so... That, is this the one they made the movie about? No. That, War Horse? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. No, I don't think this... I don't think Sefton actually saw war. Hmm. I think he served at Buckingham Palace. Oh, well. Um, cleaning up Well, Billy. it says 17 years active military service, so... Oh, all right. Whatever active engagements so, British was in in the 60s to the 90s. Drinking their tea. Falklands War, I guess? Pro- something, probably. Yeah. So, <clears throat> this horse is a badass. Okay. This is awesome. No, he's a horse. He was used in Buckingham Palace's <laughs> Changing of the Guard. He was the first ever British horse of the year. And he has a wing named after him in the Royal Veterinary College. Now, okay. the way he got this, he survived an IRA bomb to the face. Oh, God. I, whoa! Oh. So, yeah, I said, this is where it gets a little dark. Yeah. So, on the way to Buckingham Palace, Septon's formation was hit by a car-mounted nail bomb. A bomb packed with nails, razors, and other sharp objects, you know, to cause as much damage as possible. Yeah. Several horses and riders were killed right there on the spot. Septon survived with 34 wounds, each of them likely fatal, including a severed jugular vein. Wow. Dude. Dude, how... Yeah. Damn. This is the Clint Eastwood of horses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you should be dead. <laughs> yeah. This horse should have been dead multiple times over. So uh, he recovered after a really long, difficult surgery and returned to active service. No, yeah. that's ugh, that's sick. Yeah. Like, I, how do you how do you send that horse back out? How do you do? How do you patch that know. horse? I don't know. Ask the horse whisperer. Lead it through recovery and say anything other than "Okay, go. You're free. You're now. good. You yeah. did your job. You did. You yeah. can see you later." Well, that I at least gave him number three on the list. Well, some s- shitty consolation prize. I'm He's sorry. Dead I'm now. trying. Yeah, but the That's... horse did have a good life, and I said he wasn't like active in war. I mean, if he kept pretty close to the palace, yeah. Yeah. As long yeah, as he they, wasn't they didn't clean send up him... after Billy. <laughs> Oh, oh God, is, wouldn't that just be... Why is Billy passed out again? Too many Irish car bombs last night. Instant flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's in such 
bad taste. I know, I'm sorry. David, you're fired. But first edit this one. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, I've read that he survived a bomb to the face and a severed jugular vein. I was like, this horse deserves recognition. Sefton. You know the people who are like super into equestrian society and just like way too into their horses? Mm-hmm. I want to tell them about this horse and be like, fuck your horse. Your horse is shit. This, did, how many bombs has it survived? Fuck your horse. Okay, so happy with Sefton. Well, not happy, but you've learned about Sefton, the horse. I'm about sorry him. for Sefton, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he lived a nice long life. and Okay. So now we get to the darker, darker stuff. Now we're in Vietnam. Oh, okay. No. Well, go ahead. Now. At number two, we have Nemo A534. I'm sorry. Who? Nemo A534. Nemo. His name is Nemo A534. You have to include the numbers. I'm not going to every time. But fish? He's a dog. dog. He's a German Shepherd. Hmm. Was. He's Hmm. no longer living. Oh, man. Did he step on a mine? No. Okay. This dog is a fucking beast. I'm going to take it. He killed somebody. Somebody's. Somebody's. Yes, Viet Cong. Oh, boy. So... Like I said, Nemo A534 it was a German shepherd during Vietnam War. On December 4th, 1966, Nemo and his handler, Airman Robert A. Th- uh, Thronberg, spotted a group of hidden Viet Cong who were, you know, about to make a surprise a- attack. <clears throat> the two of them moved closer and uh, attacked the group of Viet Cong and were badly injured. Airman Thronberg couldn't move. He was stuck on the ground after being shot, I think, twice in the left shoulder. Mm-hmm. And Nemo... Uh, lost an eye and oh. took a bullet on the nose. Oh! The bullet went under his eye and out through his mouth. This Ugh. dog kept fighting. So. I mean, I assume the adrenaline at that point is just. Woof. This. Well. <laughs> woof. Oh, God. So, Airman Thronberg is laying on the ground, bleeding out, and help is. You know, backup is going to take a while to get there. Yeah. Nemo stood over top of um, Thronberg. And would not let anyone near him. He laid his body on top of his and, you know, just brutally assaulted anyone who tried to get close to his handler. Yeah. He kept, he was stuck on that adrenaline rush for so long that when backup did finally arrive, he had to be sedated because no one could get close enough to help them. Mm. Now, here's the happy ending. They, they both survived this. Mm-hmm. Nemo was given a permanent retirement kennel, a war dog version of a boat, and a small island in the Pacific, and continued working as a recruiting dog until he passed. So he was <laughs> retired after this happened. He became a freaking poster he child. Was, he was one of the first nine dogs that were reti- that were retired in Vietnam. Hmm. I'm not about people taking animals out of these horrifically traumatic situations and then giving them a job. Like, what is this all about? was given his own private island in the Pacific. An island is nice, but then it's like you gotta take trips away from the island because it's like oh, here, we gotta go to, you know, some random high school and tell kids to join the Navy or whatever. It's like, let that dog fuck on a pile of money. Like, what? <laughs> what, what are we doing to listen, this dog? Listen, listen, I don't get a fuck on a pile of money. Well, you haven't... You didn't <laughs> take a bullet and lose an eye. Yeah. I, yeah, no, actually, no, I'm fine with that. Never mind. You know, I retract that statement. No. Yeah. I'm saying like, Nemo. This you're, you're Nemo A five three four. A five three four. You're you're cool in my book. Oh, um, that is dark. It is dark. But Ugh. that dog is a I, fucking did badass. They give, did they give like a timestamp of how long he was waiting? 
Uh, so I imagine it'd be at I least probably that. a few how hours. Would, yeah, how it was a few you, hours. How would you have measured that? Yeah, I mean, it was a few hours before uh, backup could arrive. But yeah. yeah, I'm kind of ranking this on badassery and things that are recognizable as you know animals being in the military. Yeah, David, you holding holding it together? That was rough. Go ahead and give us number one. Oh, because really? <laughs> I can only imagine this one cured fucking cancer or some shit. I don't even know. No, After this taking one... a bullet through the mouth. Yeah. Well, hey, I said Nemo survived. Yeah. Nemo Nemo was a good puppy. He, Very good, good puppy. Boy. Yeah. So at number one is Simon the Cat. Oh, no, you said this is dark. I don't like this. It, this one doesn't have such a happy ending. I'm sorry, Sam. Spoilers. Oh, boy. Come on. Let's, let's right. have it. So Simon the Cat was found wandering the dockyards in Hong Kong and was taken in by the Royal Navy Sloop HMS Amethyst. Simon was badly injured during the Chinese Civil War on the Yang- Yangtze River. Is that how you say it? Vaguely. Um, and None he of was, us can do any better. Yeah. So there was an attack on the HMS Amethyst during the night and uh, he got badly injured and no one Rich. expected him to live. Okay. In addition to the damage that the Amethyst was taking... There was a heavy rat infestation that overtook the ship, and supplies were, you know, quickly being diminished. And they were trapped here for a lengthy amount of time. They're trapped so in hostile. China. Rats were, yeah, rats were eating all their food. They were being attacked. It wasn't good, and Simon was dying. Mm-hmm. So turns out Simon survived his wounds from that first attack, and then decided to go Rambo on all the rats. I was going to say, like, if he's hungry, there's a rat problem that can answer that very yes. quickly. Who's he, a good king? Right. He went Rambo on all the rats, which saved the supplies and boosted the morale of the shipmates so much that they were eventually able to escape the three-month period that they were trapped there. Wow. Oh, Simon. Simon did pass away in quarantine later on from a virus, mm. but he was awarded the PDSA Dickin Medal, which is the animal equivalent to the Victoria Cross. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, good kitty. Good kitty. Very good kitty. Like I said, he went Rambo on the rats. He's like, no. I'm going to eat good tonight. <laughs> it's like, these wounds are fine. Hell, man, I'm starving. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> and then the chittering in the background as Simon goes, yes, <laughs> I'm hungry. Right. Just the slow. Yep. Oh. Okay. That's... Is that all the story to Simon? Yes. All right. Not a, not quite a happy ending. He didn't get to retire on an island with his private kennel, but yeah, he definitely doesn't outrank the dog. No, really. No. Well, he listen. boosted the morale of shipmates. He, to the he saved point. an entire ship. Yes. That's all right. Know. Here's the thing, because the results can't be what we focus on here, because anything that these animals do above like bringing back a ball is already just so many (laughs) orders of magnitude higher than what you might otherwise expect from these animals Mm -hmm. that it kind of is a wash after a certain point. We have to go with the grit and the badassery that these animals exhibit. The cat was doing what cats do anyway. Which That's is going true. after rats. And that was That's list. not a level of heroism. That is a fortuitous implication of, mm-hmm. or a fortuitous application of yeah. instincts yeah. in the right place at the right time. And that was that true. dog took a bullet for someone. No dog should have to And do that. lost his eye. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah, and the and the per- they did keep cats on their ships for that ex- express purpose. Actually no, that's not why they kept Simon. They just really liked the cat. 
Yeah, I don't think um, this was like a, a cat that had been kept around. No. Yeah. This was just like, was a cute they cat. were there, they were sitting around at the dock, yep. there was a cat. Yes, a cute little fluffy black Captain, and white cat. Captain, can we keep him? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's so fluffy, listen to him purr. Okay, yeah. we might need him for the rats later. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Right. <laughs> so I, I can go with that. Like, yeah. Nemo... Yeah, the dog acted yeah, these, out of These training. two were like, fighting cats and dogs, jeez. Huh. Um, that is man's best friend. That is, that dog deserves a beer. <laughs> That's, no. Someone go fucking wake Billy up from his drunken stupor and get him to give one of his daily Guinnesses to Nemo over here. All right, he's fucking earned it. Yeah, okay. yeah, because no, that that dog that's that's past instinct, that's into training, and it's just mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. No, I, I can't that is a that. good boy. Yeah. Who's a good boy? Nemo. Like we've answered it. It's yeah. Nemo. Not the fish. And for and for and in the similar vein of going above and beyond, you know, uh, the call, I think we can also probably rank the cat below the horse. The horse was just on. It was just walking around the square, though. I, th- I think the only th- the, the, the cat the... boosted the morale of an entire ship. I oh, know it was out the, of instinct. The horse was just happened to be there. Yeah, the horse the was horse... with it, his uh, formation. Like, they were on their patrol around Buckingham Palace, and a car bomb happened to go off. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, I don't think the horse. Yeah, the horse didn't really. Do anything other the than the cat went. Survive. I'm hungry. He, yeah. he survived a terrorist which attack. Is, yeah, which is badass as hell, and that's why he's yeah. up on the list. But I don't think he outranks Rambo Kitty. Rambo Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> um, I. What was the fourth one? Was the pig. King Neptune King, the pig? King Neptune the pig. Our I'm American pig. piggy. I'm willing to put Neptune below Billy. 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 Yeah, I'm yeah. agreeing as Billy I'm the goat about that as well because Neptune was just. He was a money-making mascot. That was his entire purpose. Billy did something with his life. Billy and not just Billy drink. didn't do anything but drink and eat cigarettes. Listen, Billy is and a Billy is a member of the Sex Pistols, basically. Like he's on that. <laughs> Billy is a party animal, literally. He did headbutt a drummer. He's the, I can think of several feats of strength in which Billy kicks the pig's ass. <laughs> so if we're going on levels of badassery and grit, I think that pig looks cute, doesn't it? Definitely has to be at the bottom. Beneath the goat? Well, that and... Yeah. Billy's the only animal that actually has a military... Was given a military yeah. rank out of all of this. He also has a rank, and the other one is just yeah. a mascot. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if anything, Billy technically is also a mascot because he got to lead every parade. Well, like I said, that's... King Neptune the pig was the only royal member of the U.S. Navy. Uh, just out of sheer name, though. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah, rank. Probably yeah, just nothing. because, oh, you're king. Haha, <laughs> here's a crown. It's cute. Yeah. You raise money for us. Okay. Which is great and all, but he didn't do anything except sit there and he didn't even eat cigarettes. Lazy, Lazy. bum. <laughs> I know, right? Bum. Wasting space. <laughs> yep. Okay, with that, I, I can see him swapping them. Otherwise, I think I'm good with it. Those yeah. are the only changes I would make. Yeah, I'm good with that list because Billy, yeah. Billy and Neptune got to have their life without. Too much trauma or anything. Billy. A they were the bit fun start, he... and then Sefton was like, "Oh, this is going dark places." And then you get to the cat and the dog. It's like, Simon oh, Simon and Nemo. Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds like a, a good pair of movie. Simon and Nemo. I don't want to watch that film. I no, don't want to no, see that I don't movie. See that. That's a I know very upsetting gonna, movie. I know what's going to happen to Simon at the end. <laughs> yeah. So, are we ready to run it back? Yeah, let's run it back five to one. Okay, the definitive top five military animals in history at number five. We have King Neptune the pig. At number four, William 
Billy, Windsor the goat, at number three, Sefton the horse. At number two, we have Simon the cat, and our good boy, German Shepherd, at number one, Nemo A534. Is it definitive? It's definitive. Yes! All right. Good boy, Nemo. Wow. Very a, good boy. Who is Amazingly, an, unbelievably good boy. Who is an ultimate good boy? Yes. But Viet Cong, he, I can confirm he killed at least two Viet Cong by himself. And then probably more when he was protecting uh, Airman Thronberg. Man! So there's two out of three. Yeah. Let's dive into three out of three and send this thing home. What, what brilliant topic do you have today? Okay. Well, hopefully this can be a little bit more inspirational. Hey, I'm inspired by the rat killing Rambo cat. Well, here are things that people can do. Oh, okay. I have for us today to discuss the definitive top five Guinness World Records made in the last ten years that you can totally beat. Oh, oh challenge possibly accepted. Maybe? Maybe not, maybe not everyone listening, maybe not all of us in this room can do all of them. But I was looking for world records that are like, yeah, I can... Uh, th- they sound vaguely achievable. Uh, totally. Okay, so let's start off... Number, start, yeah, start off from the bottom and let's see what this... If I can actually maybe beat this. All right. Coming in at number five. This record was made in July of 2013 for the most facial masks applied simultaneously oh, to a no. large group of people. Wait, a large group of oh, people? Oh, it's these kind of things. Yes, this like, is the only one of them that's on the oh, list. Because okay. I did, oh, in researching okay. this, find out several subcategories of like, uh-huh. oh, the most things to stick on your face. Yes. The most things to break with X. Mm-hmm. The most weird things to do with a tool that's not actually meant for that job. You know, there were a surprising... There was this one woman who had like eight or nine bullwhip-based world records. Yeah. Like, number of Jenga tower blocks successfully removed with oh a bullwhip. The stuff That's like that. So, awesome. I tried not to touch too much on the stuff that falls into those larger subcategories. Yeah. But there are a few of them in here, and this is one of them. That's why I have it at the bottom. Yeah, that's fair. But the gathering for people who showed up for simultaneous facials was 1,200. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You made that too. Because we're too immature for this. Anyway, simultaneous You're facials. You're really going to like my suggestion for how to beat this one then. Oh, oh Lord. Okay. The, the gathering was 1,213 people. Oh, my gosh. That's... Where was this done? It was done in Taipei. Okay, I had a feeling it was somewhere over there. Yes, <laughs> where you can look out your window and see 1,200 people. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that region of the world is kind of obsessed with physical beauty. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Biggest beauty spot in the world with like the most uh, face care products is Korea. Oh, yeah. yeah. So South I said Koreans that region are, of the world. No. South Koreans yeah. are all about that. So my idea for how you can do this one more easily... Is it PG-13 rated? Is you live stream it. You do it online so that not oh. everybody has to be in the same location at once. It doesn't say, yeah. But then you have to go on the internet and set up like a Kickstarter for like, let's all do facials at the same time. And maybe that... And then you need a footnote that explains what you mean. <laughs> yeah, asterisk. <laughs> Listen, idiots. <laughs> well, can't I just like go to... A- Go to, like, Walmart or something and buy one of those, like, little $5 face masks thing. Yeah, but how many of those are you prepared to buy? Like, Everyone I, would have as to much buy as for own. my own group of people. I'd like you to recline back in this chair. I have 5,000 avocados. <laughs> Get ready, everyone. <laughs> I'm... Whoa, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So this don't is don't eat your facial. That like if you started <laughs> if you started a Twitch channel to say yeah. let's all break this record together. Yeah, you could probably do it. It doesn't say that you have to be in the same location. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hell, you could even just be like, well, hey, organize, a f- just throw on Facebook, hey, this time, this date, let's do this, and just invite 5,000 people and see how many, sh- and see if we can get at least... You, you can try that, least but most people don't pay third of close that. enough attention. At least a third of that to commit to it. Yeah. But, you know, listen, if the internet can organize someone to be grossly overpaid for making a potato salad... They can definitely come together for free facials. Yeah. <laughs> you one, did that on purpose, sir. one thing the internet wants at all times. Free facials. It's access to facials for free, anytime, day or night. Oh, yeah, I mean, I can't was... argue with that. <laughs> number four? What's number four? What's number four? All right. Coming in at number four, we have the uh, fastest 100-meter dash done in an office chair. This was You just need like a downhill slope. This was established early. No, you, it has to be on a flat surface. Oh. And oh, it's, wait, it's a 100 meter dash in an office in chair. In an office chair. That's a decent length. Yes. And they did I did look over the specifications for this mm-hmm. and it has to be done in one that you can, you know, buy commercially. You can't like build your own perfectly aerodynamic chair. Rocket propelled. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hold on. That's that... not what I said. I said you can't build no. your own chair to be more aerodynamic. Oh. You go through the list of requirements, there is nothing in there that says you can't attach a bunch of pneumatic tubes to the bottom of it. So I'm thinking you and I just take that chair you're sitting on right now, Saf, go out with some pressurized air and some duct tape, and oh, let's yeah. take the world by storm. And set a world record. And whoosh! And just send you a rocket you across the football field. Oh my god. That sounds amazing and painful at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Put, you, put a problem is how we stop you at that point. I yeah. gather. Yeah. I think it's called a brick wall no, 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 and no, a pad, hospital visit. Padding, padded wall. We'll have tell you what. I'll rig up the chair. We'll throw you, Sam. Oh my god! And then Sam, you'll be on the other end to catch her. No, oh. I will get some of those giant pads, like the gym, like the gym mats, like the kicking pads that they yeah. use in like karate class. Those yeah. things still hurt. I hate those things. You won't, you won't die from yeah. this. But hold oh, on. So is this like just one person like pushing themselves yeah. uh-huh. across the chair? Uh huh. What's the record? Uh, the record right now, hold on, it says is, let's see, um, did I write that down? Oh, no. 15.8 seconds. Whoa! That's really fast. Yeah. yeah. By foot power. But I'm, I'm thinking... But when you throw rockets on there... Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll put some boosters on you. You can go a lot faster than <laughs> that. Oh, no, I'm just thinking... Slingshot and some Vaseline on the ground. 100 meters in 15 seconds... That's pretty damn fast, for, even for feet power. Yeah. Well, there were also wheels. Yeah. Yep. I actually, you know, honestly, that is something. Yeah. With it, with the right kind of prep, yeah, we could totally do that. Absolutely. Does it have to be indoors? It's probably easier indoors. Yeah, um, probably. Not, like super smooth, linoleum yeah. floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I totally do that. Like, just like rent one of the like an I empty know. Version. Rent, where we could do this. Rent an empty grocery store or a Toys R Us because no. you know it's just flat space out there. Where yeah. are you thinking we do it? Where I work. Oh, at the goodness. college campuses? Yes, yes. Because the unions are open on the weekend. Oh, no. And there's no students. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm trying to quit anyway. <laughs> Boy, this is a great way to get fired. Yeah. 
That's why we don't disclose where I work specifically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Strap a couple of boosters onto the bottom of an office chair. And yeah, I'm not actually going to do that. Duct tape yourself to it and say goodbye. <laughs> I will say, I will not do that. But if any student wants to do that out there, I'm not encouraging it. It's just an idea. Someone send us a video. <laughs> 12 seconds. <laughs> we wow. do the... Definitive Top 5 Podcast does not advocate <laughs> attempting to break any of these uh, records as an official policy. Okay, now we please. can't be sued. There. Yay. <laughs> All right. Number three? Number three. Yes, number three. Number three, the largest commercially available hamburger. Well, you guys can break that one. Wait, commercially what, what, available? What, creating or consuming? Just Made. Oh. The largest one made. No, the size of this, trust me, no one ate this. No one has eaten this whole thing in one sitting. They maybe had a bite. Yeah. There is a place called Mally's Sports Grill and Bar in Southgate, Michigan, where in 2008 they opened up service of a 164.8 pound hamburger. Is that Jesus after Christ. it's cooked? Yes. Oh my how gosh. How the fuck do you cook that? No, what I want to know is how the servers moved it. On a wheelbarrow, I assume. <laughs> I don't know. There, There isn't photographic evidence of how they did this. But they do show a picture of the massive sandwich taking yeah. up the entire table that the couple is sitting at. Just the couple? Well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, no Happy one goes in there. <laughs> Here's a cow. The anniversary. Here's a heart attack. Um, but, yeah. Oh, God. 164? 0.8 pounds of burger. So, 165. Now, is that including, like... Jeez. Did they add toppings? Like, just oh, yeah, like, it lettuce. had lettuce and tomato and all that stuff on yeah, it, too. Yeah, of course it does. So, did they just, like, carve it up and gave everybody a small slice or something? Or, I mean... Well, I mean, it would be up to you. If you're the fucking idiot who buys one, you know, you can decide how you get rid of this... If, m- you're, the, if you're the idiot that dumps your life savings into a hamburger. This stack yeah. of meat problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you do? It's like, you take one bite, it's like... Uh, I'm full. It's right. Like, you're just going to throw that away, apparently. All I want is to walk by the table when they just get it dropped off and, like, see if I can swipe the piece of cheese out from under the <laughs> bun and just have it. Because having a piece of cheese the size of a table, I, that, yeah. that I could get into. That's basically a cheese tablecloth. But you could. Giant. But yeah, now that we know the exact measurement of it, you could just build a slightly bigger burger, sell it on Craigslist. And that would qualify and let it be as someone else's be, problem. And have that qual that would qualify it as being commercially available. Huh. You don't actually have to own a restaurant as part of this rule. It says commercially available, but you do oh. not have to like you know you have, have a bar and grill or a food truck. You just have to be able to sell it. Someone has to buy it. Oh my God. So Try you can to go, sell something like that from a food truck. Yeah, go on go on <laughs> the Facebook Marketplace and be like, I have a gigantic ass hamburger. Who wants it? It's made five dollars. Here you go. <laughs> Three cows. Free for whoever can get here. Right. Bring your wheelbarrow. So yeah. So oh. that one can be outdone. Uh, I don't know. It's the, harder. The logistics behind that is I feel like we'd have an easier time with a rocket propelled office chair than cooking a 170 pound burger. Now Sam, we will get there. I want to hear what number two is. Yeah. Number two? Alright. For number two, we have the fastest time to place 24 soda cans into a fridge. I mean, I kind of just do that like every week when we come home yeah, but it's not the fastest. Do you do it in under 9.76 seconds? I know exactly how they do that, too. You, wait, how many? 9.76 seconds. 24 cans. 24 cans. That's easy, actually. If you know how to do it, it's easy. 
Well, there, there are additional rules that the cans must be closed, they must be intact, placed in upright, okay, not on their side, and they must be, it has to be in a commercially available refrigerator. You can't build a custom fridge that's super wide where yeah. you just dump them all out. No, what you do is you open one end of the box, you open the other end of the box, and you push your arm through. That's how you get the cans in there. Now, whether or not they're going to fall down while you're doing that, I can't say. But, but the cans in, in those, like, cardboard things that you're talking about, yeah. they're on their sides. You can turn it. You can turn the box yeah, so that they're all sitting upright, David. The box turns, David. The, the back of the box doesn't open that way. Yeah, you, yes, it does. You can, you can just open one end. They open, open the end, four flaps. It doesn't matter. I don't think so. I think also you have to actually make contact with the cans themselves. I think, I think you are. You're pushing them through. It's the only way that that's but done. But there are several that you're not touching, is my point. Yeah. You have to... You put them make... in there and then you go, eh. You just slap them all on the I think top he's touched refer- all of them. I think he's referring to like the ones where you buy the big 24 packs. It's open and you like hand it like one at a time and just super speed it in there. I don't know what 24 packs... Because the ones you're describing that have like the sleeve where you can fit your arm yeah. through, those are 12 packs. Yeah. Yeah. So this is you from, get two of those, you have two arms. This is Don't. from this is from a twenty-four pack, okay, which is more cute. into the fridge, yeah. which has too many layers okay, okay. for you to just whoosh without any of them tipping over. If I had really fat hands, denting, you would have to have hands that could pick up a hundred and sixty-four pound burger <laughs> in one hand in order to do that with those soda cans. Yeah, spatula. <laughs> yes, that maybe that's the secret. Have gigantic hands if you yes. want to make world records. Apparently. I mean, with enough practice... Does it specifically say that it has to be a 24-pack? Yes. Okay. Well, that's dumb. And that's why it's not as easy as just, Oh, I'll just open the back of it. You know. Can you be nice? (laughs) Well, you're over here. I don't know how to turn a box. Like, they're easy to do. (laughs) But they're not so obviously easy to crack as that. All right, all right, says Mr. Rocket Propelled Office Chair. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that, listen, that's their fault for making a stupid loophole. <laughs> also, it's Stupidly not rocket obvious. propelled. I'm getting like a, you know, air compressed? pressurized, yeah, compressed air. Essentially, we're going to put a jetpack on my back. No. No? Because we're not burning anything to do <laughs> I it. I know. We're just using pressurized. I'm not going to light something on fire and then I throw didn't say it, it was across on a fire. football field. Oh, that's, for, that's bonus points. <laughs> You're going to be on fire. That's how we cook the burger. Yeah. <laughs> just circle it a few times. <laughs> That's a hot circle in a rocket propelled office chair. Yes. That's a really hot fire. How'd you prepare this thing? You wouldn't believe me if I told you. Giant spatula hands. <laughs> right. So what's number one? Number one in the definitive top five Guinness World Records that you can totally beat from the last ten years, we have the most clothes pins simultaneously attached to your face. No. Oh, that. What? Oh, no. Would you like I... to guess what the record is on that? Isn't it pain? Like Fifty. <laughs> 51. Woo! A man in Italy named Silvio Saba has the record for 51. I won't do it. I've watched that do it. I've, it looks painful. Like, I'm I've vicariously done, pained. I've just done it as a joke. I think I got to 10 before I was like, nope. Let me, let me tell you how I'm winning that competition. Beard. It doesn't Does say it has to be on skin? Nope. <laughs> just his face. Well, I guess I can't do it. <laughs> well, you could still do it, too. I don't have as much beard. Also, I think I have the largest face out of any of us. I'm just saying the beard I think makes we it have easy. Determined that. 
And like, and, and in the picture of him, he's got a beard. Hmm. But I, but I'm thinking I can produce more beard than this guy. Does he Sitter have the focus really? Hard. Does he have the paper clips on his on his beard or on the on his beard, on his cheeks, on his forehead, on his nose, eyelids, everything? Yeah, it's terrifying. Uh, then I will be if we want to do this one. I will volunteer to get clothes pinned all over my face. Well, I'm being jet propelled, but not with fire around you know football fields. <laughs> yes. you can clip paper clips or not paper clips, clothes pins to your face. Yes. Sam, what are you doing? And I can do 52. I can do the soda cans, because that's just speed repetition. I'm actually Turn gonna... the box. No. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, I, I actually, that just that's just something that's just, yeah, just speed repetition, and I can God, are we all going to go out and take video of us trying to do these things and hurting ourselves? No. Okay. Yes. Good. <laughs> oh, well. But yeah, those are, the, committed. those are the five that sounded relatively achievable that I came up with. So what do you guys think? How were they ranked? Um, by ease. I don't think the clothespins is that easy. By ease, honestly, if we want to talk about by ease in terms of like, if we want to do by like amount of resources or time yes. or training. Manpower, resources manpower. required, money expenditure, wherever it's relevant. You're number one. Excludes about half the population. Who don't have a face. Who don't have beards. You're using your beard to your advantage. Yeah, but... I don't have a beard. I can't do that. We could, we could spirit gum a beard onto you and then go. I don't think that would work. And we should. Honestly, <laughs> I actually would throw put the burger one down at the bottom. Because I promise you a hundred... 170 pound burger. 170 pound burger meat... And all the other stuff fixings cheaper than thirteen hundred face masks, mm. and requires well, fewer see. people to hang on, make. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Face masks you can get cheapest a dollar each. Okay. That's how 13- much is a pound of meat? Yeah. A pound of cheap burger meat is. I, I mean, from the grocery store, it's about four bucks. So there's your math, math person. I'm thinking man hours as well. Because part this of the facial thing is you have to reserve enough people to break the numeric record that's involved here. All you have to do is get everyone to agree on a time to do it. Mm-hmm. And they you each, said and the they e- and they each have to have a person to you know have the stuff put on their face and to put the stuff on their face. Not with a paper facial mask. Oh, you can put you that just on do yourself. It solo? Yeah. Well, still that's 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 over twelve hundred thirteen people. That you've got to spend that money on. Speaking you can of, get, you know, depending on how much you calculate their time as being worth, if you factor that into mm-hmm. it, the money amount goes way up compared Spe- to like the half dozen or few people that you need to cook up the meat. Speaking of, uh, yeah, actually, I just did the math. Now it's about half. 170 pounds of meat, of cheap meat. Ground beef. Ground beef is about $680. Yeah, the beef is cheaper than even thousand. without factoring in manpower. My my thing yeah. is just like I'm just still baffled is how do you cook that? A the, the, very big grill. I mean that's I a, mean you started with ground beef initially and then you compact it into a patty afterwards. Yeah. So you cook it first and then you pat it all together. So you can do If anything if anything, I would put that based off a of cost alone, then I would still put that at number four. Okay. I would put that. I would. I would put our rocket chair a little further up. It's not rocket. Yeah. If, listen. But okay. But the amount of time, the amount of thought that we've already put into this thing. Yeah. I'm that's excited. doable. That is very doable. The clothespins, 
that is a cheap that is a cheap thing because you could go to we could go to a dollar we could do, go to a craft sport store spend five bucks get a pack of a hundred clothespins there we go then we yeah. just have to brace ourselves for pain and it's like all right how many can you do and by that yeah I would buy you the terms of logistics and time because because doing the can the the can the soda can thing right. That would take some serious practice. And when you're practicing, you're going to break some cans. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to replace them. Yeah, and a 24-pack of soda is still about, like, what? Mm-hmm. Eight bucks? Nine? Ten, sure, whatever. Like yeah. So, yeah, the clothespins would still be number one by expenditures. One person does it with very inexpensive items. Yeah, you yeah. have a high pain tolerance. There you go. Yep. But, yeah, no, I definitely put... Now, now the question becomes, soda cans or the rocket chair? The, the eternal question. <laughs> Soda cans versus rocket chair. Scholars have long wondered. Uh, office chairs are pretty expensive. Yeah, I was looking for a new chair, just for a new chair for myself. And yeah, some of the cheaper ones that were pretty nice were still like 120 bucks. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. They're ridiculous. All right. So what do we? Where do we want to put that one then? Honestly, I'd be I'd be fine with keeping it at three. In Me terms too. Of, if we're if we're talking about logistics, time invested and whatnot, and the amount of resets you have to do, if like oh, 17 seconds. All right, time to bring the chair back. I mean, you do yourself. end up having to replace the the air cans after a certain amount of time, and that mm-hmm. can get pricey. That can get pricey. Mm-hmm. But so does s- that get pricier? But you don't have to. If we just do it just solely off yeah. leg power. It doesn't say you have to use the compressed air. This is solely... Let's yeah. We can go back to the argument. But that's the, the e- that's the way that makes it easy to beat. For the other, we have to have one of us become super athletic suddenly. And that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I can try. The man hours required for that, way too much from at least where I'm starting from. Uh, I yeah. still... I think that we would be able to get it within you know, a few cans of compressed air. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, it wouldn't be too too. Definitely expensive. under six hundred, nearly seven hundred dollars of meat. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So where does that put us? That that just switches uh, four and three. So we go um, Face facials, <laughs> facials, meat, <Burger. laughs> facials, meat, rocket ah. rocket chair, rocket chair, soda, soda, clothespins. How do you I'm all okay feel with that? I'm okay with that. I, yeah, I'm happy with that. Because if, if especially, yeah, if you do it by the the amount of time and energy you have to put in doing, to breaking that record, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, the face masks, yeah, that's a lot of, that's some serious organization skills right yep. there. All right. So then do we want to run it back? Yeah. Let's run it back, dude. Okay. So then, the definitive top five Guinness World Records that you can totally beat from the last ten years, coming in at number five. We have the most facial masks applied simultaneously. Coming in at number four, we have the largest commercially available hamburger. Number three, we have the fastest 100-meter dash via office chair. Coming in at number two, we have the fastest time to place 24 soda cans in a fridge. And number one, the easiest Guinness World Record that you can totally beat from within the last 10 years, putting clothespins on your face. Is it definitive? It's definitive. Well, then there we have it. Let's let's go. We to did the, a thing. Let's go to a craft store and get some clothespins. Let's go. <laughs> oh, I've got God. stuff to put on my face, <laughs> and it's not a facial. Nope. <laughs> no, yeah. thank you. 
I'm gonna go put on some knee pads because I'm going on a rocket chair. And a helmet, and I'm just gonna put you in, like, football uh, equipment to survive that. If we could put you in one of those, like, inflatable ball things yes. that they do, like, bumper soccer yes. in, you know that what? would be great. We just have to go get a bunch of bubble wrap from Home Depot. Wait, wait, wait. What if we do that with the rocket chair, but then launch her? Yeah, exactly. I Ooh. have insurance. Let's do this. <laughs> I have insurance. Are you insured for rocket shenanigans? They don't need to know the details. They just need to fix me. Wait, wait, wait no. I'm life insured. You're, are you? Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe we should figure that out before we get me because Let's sample him to the rocket chair. But I'm lighter. But if something happens to me, you're covered for life. But I want to be launched in a rocket chair. I mean, we can all take turns if <laughs> yeah, we really I mean, want to. Okay. I think that would be just fine. We have plans for this evening. Guys, I want to go. What else do we need to say? <laughs> before we can do any of those, let's close the show. And let these people know for listening. Thank you ever so much. This was awesome. Congratulations, you made it to the end. This was fun. Yeah, I had a good time. I had a good time. You're still listening to this. <laughs> Presumably, you did too. So, thanks for sticking around with us. We really do appreciate it. Um, we don't, you know, have commercial sponsorships or anything like that that we do. So we are relying entirely on you guys sticking around and, you know, having some laughs with us and and telling friends. You know, seriously, if you've had a good time, if you like the show. Spread it around. See if anyone else is the same kind of sick and twisted that you and I are, and uh, you know we'll get this we'll get this thing out there, and we'll let everybody know that these lists are done. We're done with these ones. We don't need to do any more. Yeah, there's no more debates. There's no nostalgia. Well, we can be nostalgic about it, but we're done. The people at BuzzFeed can get other jobs and contribute to society instead of getting paid to do what they do, and <sighs> it can be a better world that we live in. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Stop picking on BuzzFeed. But either way, we thank you for coming on by. So if you want to get in touch with us for any reason at all, to say hey or just to, you know, send in ideas for lists you'd like to see us rank, you can get in touch by emailing us at definitivetop5 at gmail.com, definitivetopfive. You can follow us on Twitter at DTFpodcast. We're always there if you want to just, you know, throw any brain droppings at us. We're always happy to receive those. We also have an Instagram now, which oh. is also at DTF Podcast. There you go. Ooh. Nice. Not, a, it, not a whole lot of photos up there yet, just our one little logo, but we're trying. We're going to get a lot of people <laughs> following that who are expecting very different kinds of images. Yeah, well, that's on them. <laughs> okay. So, um, for us, however, all that remains is for us to say goodbye for another week and to throw to Sam for this week's honorable mention. Webcams. All right, see you next week, everyone.